Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Sugar Pump Fairy came and hit the streets. It is 10 minutes away from 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. He said actions do indeed speak louder than words, but bold leadership actually requires both. And that from Curtis Hill. Shortcuts for good optics don't fix Indiana's problems. I plan to change that. Rob, there is a feud now going on between Curtis Hill and Silent Suzanne. Well, Silent Suzanne has entered what we call the death spiral in the campaign world, which is, it is over. It's just how long do you want to prolong the suffering? And what I mean by that is her lane was the establishment lane. She had banked on for her years as a silent yes man and crony stooge to Eric Holcomb that she was going to be rewarded by the donors and the lobbyists who for years, um, you know, have benefited based on her silence and the actions of the governor, etc. And there is no worse friend to have than Eric Holcomb because he took that knife on. Look, let's give him credit. He didn't stab her in the back. He stabbed her right between the eyes <laughs> and said, uh, I am not only not going to not endorse you for your seven years of unwavering loyalty, I'm going to uh, put my weight. Now, he hasn't actually come out and endorsed this guy yet, but Everybody knows what's going on behind Brad Chambers. And um, so Suzanne is done. She doesn't have the establishment lane. She doesn't have anything. And so now she's trying to lie to the populace and act like she is a big conservative, which is, you know, it's it's laughable. And anybody paying attention sees this. I mean, of course, she said nothing through the tax increases or the lockdowns or the mask mandates or the Malik Muhammad meet and greet. Look, I mean, we all know the laundry list of, of things that silent Suzanne has been silent during. And because Curtis Hill, and we've talked about this with Curtis, Curtis makes this race interesting because he's the only guy up there with a pulse. He's the only guy who say, wow, this guy is interesting when he speaks. And Curtis wisely took the lane before anybody else because Curtis is a rather independent candidate based on his own experiences with the establishment and how they unsuccessfully tried to take him out. Um, that that he was he was the first to say, hey, no mask mandate if I'm governor of Indiana. And that really resonated with people. It resonates with people across the state because they saw what Holcomb did in 2020 and they know it could happen again. And you are hearing the reports it's coming. So what is Suzanne Crouch going to do, Casey? She can't come out and go, well, I'm against mask mandates, right. too. <laughs> Right. Clearly, she had her chance to say that seven years. Right. Exactly. She can't do that. She can't say I'm against lockdowns. She can't say I'm against mask mandates. She can't say I'm against uh, just a whole litany of things. And so she tries to fill the void because Curtis is dominating the news cycle. He's getting a lot of good publicity. He went on our show and, you know, obviously tens of thousands of people heard that and it was shared, et cetera. And so she comes up with this thing about, well, I'm going to get rid of uh, income tax. And we talked about this yesterday on the show, how that's always what Republicans in Indiana Default to default to is the income tax because that benefits the richest amongst us who are their donors and their lobbyists. It benefits you, the average person, the least. And so you hear no plan for property taxes or for the gas tax, things that would actually help you. The problem with the plan that Susan Crouch put forward is it's not thought through at all. There's no explanation to it whatsoever. Now, 
I would come out and have that plan, Casey, and people would believe it because I would tell you, oh, how am I going to offset the revenue? Well, I'm going to axe $8 billion out of the state budget and to uh, give a famous quote of a, a rapper, watch me whip, watch me nay nay. Um, <laughs> and people would believe that. Rob is going to find $8 billion in this budget, and I, that's how we're going to offset this revenue. Everyone knows Suzanne Crouch is not going to cut $8 billion from the state budget. She's too entrenched in rewarding donors and lobbyists and people who benefit off her being in office. So it comes off as incredibly disingenuous and incredibly unserious, and Curtis Hill called her out on it saying, hey, lady, we all know you're not cutting $8 billion. How are you going to offset that revenue? Right. Well, he did tweet out. He said, Indiana pulls more than $7.5 billion in income tax. What is your plan to replace this revenue? He goes on to say, from mask mandates to progressive government offices, Crouch has willingly embraced Holcomb's liberal agenda. Nice conservative talking points, but no conservative solutions. And it was actually Mike Braun who echoed that. He said, how does one replace the $8 billion gap? Would the government still be able to deliver services? And um, so... Yeah, it's a nice thing to say, but it's the execution where she might run into just a little bit of a problem. Okay, so let's just talk about how ridiculous this is, though, that you have Republicans, and it's ridiculous for Curtis, too. They're not talking about actually cutting the budget, right? So if you, the $8 billion that Suzanne is proposing to give back to the people, if you took that $8 billion out of the budget, you would simply be at about 2017 funding levels for the state of Indiana. You're going to tell me, Casey, that in 2017, Indiana was running some sort of super efficient government budget. (laughs) You're going to tell me that there were no areas for cuts in 2017. This is what government always does. It adds, it adds, it adds. It's like Pac-Man. It eats, it eats, it eats. It adds, it adds, it adds. And then when somebody comes out and goes, "Uh, hey, I'd like to do this tax, well, how would you replace this revenue? The answer is very simple, and none of them will say it because they don't want to offend anybody. They're not going. You shouldn't have to replace it. Government sucks. Government's inefficient. Just reform the government and it won't matter. Donald Rainwater pointed out that he's been calling for the abolishment of the state income tax since 2016. It's 956. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.